Hey, what's up? It's Abby. Hey there, it's Lexi. Welcome back to another mini episode. I haven't had you on in a while. I know, it's been a minute. How you been? Uh, it's been a long time <laughs> any, to see. Any trauma you want to update me on? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so much trauma, so much trauma. First, I want to get the announcements out of the way. The submission form for next season of the podcast is up. So if you have a couple you want me to look into, or if you have a breakup story that you want to tell, submit your breakups. I want to hear them. I want all the juice. The juice? All the tea. I want all the tea. I want all the tea and the juice. Also, appreciate any five-star reviews you want to leave and I think that's it. That's all my disclaimers. Okay, now we can get into the episode. <laughs> so this week, the main episode tackled a couple of topics. It tackled love bombing. It tackled keeping secrets in a relationship. And so we're going to kind of go through some of those topics. We're going to start with pacing in a relationship. And then also like, when is it too soon to share information? And are you obliged to reveal anything about yourself to your partner? You okay. know, mm. when are secrets okay? Big topics. Big topics today. Hit so let's say you're on a dating app. Okay. And you connect with somebody. Mm-hmm. You start chit-chatting. What do you think about the timeline between connecting with somebody and then going on a first date? Are you the type of person that wants to like chit-chat for a while or do you just want to get straight to the date? So I know already off the bat, you and I differ from these things because I'm definitely like if a conversation goes well from a dating app, you know, I'd say like 24 hours. I'm definitely one to be like, hey, we've been sending each other paragraphs. Here's my number. I think from that point on, I mean, if you're hitting it off, I don't think a date super quickly is a bad idea. You know, you want to kind of rule out I've said this before on the podcast loyal in the talking stage (laughs) so it's like if I'm already at the point where I'm like hey we've been sending each other like super long messages I want to give you my number I'm kind of like done talking to anybody else on that app until I like meet this person and see how it goes I'm definitely not one of those people who have like a bunch of dates lined up so I think that like kind of getting that out of the way right away you know it like lets me and see how it goes from there I think I don't think that's something you have to necessarily wait for no I'm the same way but I know a lot of people like to have conversations for a long time they're like they really want to suss them out. But Mm -hmm. I've just had so many experiences where I'll talk to somebody over text or a dating app for an extended period of time. And then they're totally different in person. So I'm like you in the sense where I want to meet as soon as possible. Where I differ from you is that I do not like giving out my number. But at the same time, I'm a bit of a snob. Whereas if you ask for my Snapchat, I'm going to be offended. Oh, well, asking for Snapchat like right away before phone numbers or anything like that. it, It does give you a feel for it. You got to make sure they're not a serial killer. I I stand behind Snapchat in a lot of ways because it's like in real life, Mm -hmm. you're making sure they're not a creep. Because if you say like, hey, send me a snap right now, you can get that snap right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So sometimes I do think it could be relatively safe. But if they're just trying to Snapchat back and forth, it depends depends what (laughs) snaps you're opening, you know? Should we start advocating for men to start asking for snaps again? I mean, as long as they're not trying to be gross. Yeah. I feel like it's the most feminist thing. Like, yeah, let me make sure that you're a real person. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, safety first. You know? I know. Meeting strangers on the internet, it does make more sense to be like, show me your face before. Right. And also like giving out your number is so personal. You could give that out to anybody and then you could just like start harassing me. Literally. Or you could give it to one of those bots that calls me and says that I've got an extended warranty. Oh my yeah. God. No, I get it. And I get where you're coming from with the Snapchat thing because I mean, Snapchat was originally created to what? Send nudes back and forth to yeah. each other. So I guess it's like definitely gross if someone's like, oh, well, I want your Snapchat. Plus those conversations don't save. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like the thing now. It's like, oh, I found out my ex was cheating on me because their Snapchat queue is clear. So it's like, yeah, but I mean, sometimes it is it is safe to know that like they're a real person, but because I know Abby's not calling that FaceTime right away to be like, hey, let's FaceTime before we meet. Okay, so let's say you connect with somebody on this date. Do you think there's a certain amount of time you should wait between like the next date? Are you thinking, let me play it cool? Or would you go out on multiple dates with this person in one week? Multiple dates in one week? I mean, I guess it depends if you click or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's to be determined, you know, schedules and things like that. 
that. But I think if you're automatically hitting it off with someone, sure, see yeah. him again. You know, I think that's really based on the situation. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I feel the same way because for me in my dating situationships, like I'm pretty decisive. Like for me, I'm either like really into you or I'm not. So if I'm even planning on going out on a second and third date with you, I'm probably really into you. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind going out on a second date. I think I would maybe cap it at three dates because then I think at that point, like I don't want you to get sick of me because I'll get real annoying right. real quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you and I have talked about this too. I feel like first impressions and first dates say a lot about kind of like where you're at with things. You know, there's been situations where like first or second date, I've known if I wanted to spend more time with them right away. You know, I feel like I don't want to be like when you know, you know, because you don't marry everybody you date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like you definitely know, okay, is this like going to turn into something or is it not? There's a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about when you label things? Can you put a label on something too soon? Do you have a cutoff date for like, oh, if we've been dating three months and we are not labeled, we're yeah. done? Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna say it's tough and it's very situational. You know, a lot of people go into a lot of relationships with like different things they say as far as like, you know, I would like to wait this long. And I think, and I stand behind this very strongly, people are afraid of labeling things because they don't want to go through necessarily a breakup. Mm-hmm. If you are seeing somebody for three months, talking exclusively, going on dates, hanging out all the time, but they weren't your girlfriend. Either way, if you tell them, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, you're breaking up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that people fight putting labels on things because they don't want to go through, quote unquote, breakup. But I mean, if I get in a fight with my best friend of six years and we're not friends anymore, we went through a quote unquote breakup. breakup yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that people avoid those labels. I think at any point, if you're having the talks of being exclusive, not seeing anybody else, hanging out all the time, I think that labels should be a thing earlier than they probably make it. Yeah. You know, it's like, how weird is it when you've been hanging out with like your friend couple of, and they've been dating for like six months and it's like, oh yeah, well he's not my boyfriend. Yeah. It's like, that's so weird. Like, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. You know, it's like, I just feel like there's been a shift within the last couple of years and maybe it's because like I'm older now. Like, I mean, I'm 28. It's like, yeah, it's, I mean, is it weird to be like 28 years old and be like, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? But like at the same time, like, yeah, if you're my girlfriend, we've been hanging out 24 seven. Like, yeah. I know we need a better name for boyfriend and girlfriend because I feel like it is so embarrassing after the age of like 24. Oh, for sure. This is my boyfriend. This is potentially the person I could spend the rest of my life with and like raise children with, but he's my boyfriend. Yeah, and it's like my friends have been dating for three years and I remember when she literally kept saying, I don't know when I'm getting that title. I don't know when I'm getting that title. They went out to dinner and he was like, well, I was telling my friends about my girlfriend and she's like, that's funny. Am I your girlfriend? You know what I mean? I think it's so assumed or Uh not assumed, but it's like if the girl were to say it, he'd be like, whoa, I'm not your boyfriend. Like, you know what I mean? But I think, I think titles are mandatory. I think you should ask. And I think the second you're feeling like this is it. I'm not looking for anybody else. I think throw that title out there. That's the next thing I want to touch on is when you should ask, how you should ask, do you have to ask? Because I was talking to my friend about a month ago and she started seeing this guy. What's funny because I asked her, I'm like, well, are you you official? Have you put a label on it? And she goes, well, he calls me his girlfriend, but I don't call him my boyfriend. And I said, well, how many dates have you been on? And she said like 25. Oh my God. And I was like, well, you're his girlfriend. She goes, no, no, no. He needs to ask. So he may think I'm his girlfriend, but until he asks me, like he's not my boyfriend. I totally respect where she's at because I think everybody deserves to be asked or have that conversation. You know what I mean? My ex was very adamant on not putting labels and I was like, this is so confusing. And then one day it was just like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, we are dating. And I was like, okay, sick. Are you going to like ask me? But that's the thing. So I think at that point, like, yeah, he's right to assume, but he also should do that. But I mean, 25 dates. I know. I was like, you're 
me he's your You're boyfriend. And he's like <laughs> stupid hot and successful. I was like, why don't you want him to be your yeah, boyfriend? Literally, I would, the second he said, oh, you're my girlfriend, I'd be like, hey, you're my boyfriend. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. Sick. But I get it. I respect the hustle. So. I do. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is opening up. So this kind of goes back to pacing a relationship. So mm-hmm. on a first date, is there a topic you would never cross on a first date? On a first date, a topic I would never cross. Probably like past relationships. So like the ex talk. So I'm really 50-50 on this lately. And the reason I say that is you definitely want to recognize past relationship traumas mm-hmm. and triggers and stuff like that. But I think if somebody is talking about their ex too much, it's like a red flag. Um, So I think that your ex should not be brought up unless they're like an issue. You should only be focusing on the now and you should not be focusing on the past like that. It's later if it's like, oh, like we're having a conversation. I just want you to know my ex like made me feel crappy in that way. So I don't want you to. But I think if you go on a first date and someone's already bringing up their ex, it's an ish. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bad idea to bring up an ex on a first date because I feel like your exes play so much into who you are today in terms right. of like where you stand as someone who's entering a relationship. I don't think it's like a nice, fun, casual conversation to have over drinks. Right. Because I think I think that's what the first date should be about. It's just like, oh my gosh, do I like hanging out with this person? Right. And then somewhere down the line, I'll tell you everything they did wrong. So <laughs> you, I guess to this point, do you think it's wrong to be, oh, I want to be married and have kids? Do you think that's wrong to say like on a first date? I've heard mixed opinions about this from dating experts. And I mean, some of them are coming from men. So maybe that's a bit of a red flag. <laughs> we need to stop giving men microphones. But Matthew Hussey, I've mentioned this before, at one point said, even if you are looking for marriage and babies and stuff like that, it's a little much to be like, I am looking for a relationship where I am getting married and having kids. Right. It should be more casual. Like, yeah, I would love a relationship, but it needs to be the right relationship. Yeah. And I think that's a right way to say what you're expecting and looking for without being demanding. Mm-hmm. If that sounds Yeah. Right. I mean, I think it's important. I, I remember when a couple of weeks after I first moved here, I was like talking to somebody from Tinder and right on Tinder from the get go, do you want kids? Do you want, do you want to be married? All these things. And I literally replied. I was like, wow, you get like the big questions out of the way right now. And she was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not here to waste time. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But you know, it's like, if I've been talking to somebody a couple of days and like mm-hmm. we have those conversations, oh, like down the line, do you want kids and all those things? Like, yeah, sure. But it's like, if you're going to even like do this before you even know what my favorite color is, like that's intense. So I agree with you. First date, you should be feeling out. Do I actually like this person? Yeah. I definitely think big conversations need to be had first because again, it depends what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, if you're looking to casually date, whatever. But I guess I'm, I'm, I'm not really someone who has like huge deal breakers. So it's tough. I just like know what I'm looking for. You don't have big deal breakers? I mean, I definitely know what I'm looking for and I definitely know what I want. Naturally going to date people who want the same things as me. But if someone's, oh, I do this and I don't necessarily like that, I'm either going to learn to live with it or I'm going to be like, see ya. See ya. You know? Okay. So this is a little bit more spicy. Do you think, and if so, when do you think you should ever reveal your body count? If so, when? If you're dating a guy, I feel like it always comes up. I don't think that that is anybody's business but your own. Whoa. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I think that's obviously a big conversation to have and that is between you and them only. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's like an expectation you need to set or something you're concerned about, people have concerns. I've definitely heard that people are like, oh, I would like to be checked before we do this. And like, Mm -hmm. I total respect, sick. I also think, what what does that do for you knowing someone's body count? For me, you're totally someone who wants to know the body count. No, 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 no. (laughs) I I don't really care about a specific number, but I will say I dated a guy a couple of years ago who I just knew had gotten around based off of like stories that he had told. And so I remember I jokingly asked him because we had been out at a bar and there were girls coming up to him left and right. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really care that much, but he was like, yeah, I hooked up with that girl. Yeah, I hooked up with that girl. I knew I was, this guy wasn't going to be my boyfriend. We were just kind of like chilling. I remember 
asking him, I was like, how many women have you slept with? Right. Like we ran into 10 girls tonight. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, it's like a 150. <laughs> For me, it mattered because I could tell that it was something that was starting to grate on him. When those girls were approaching him, I could tell he was bothered by it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I asked, because I was like, oh my gosh, is this something like you need to work through? Like, are you okay? You know what I mean? Like 150 is not to like shame, but that's like a lot of people yeah. at the age that we were at. Mm-hmm. And so that actually introduced, you know, a conversation about his past sexual experiences and how young he lost his virginity and yeah. all that. You know, it taught me a lot about him, but I wasn't, I need to know your body count for a sense of peace for me. I guess, you know, I guess I've never looked at it like that. You know what I mean? I think it yeah. says, not not to be like it says a lot about a person, but it does say a lot about you as somebody in a relationship. Yeah, I'd like to think that as long as I'm the last one, you know, then it doesn't matter what you did before. But I mean, do you ever feel like sometimes it could be the opposite? Like if it's too many, you're like, whoa. And if it's not enough, you're like, oh, you know what I mean? For some people. Well, I definitely think I feel like you're judged either way. You're totally judged either way. You can't mm-hmm. win. So at the time when I was dating this guy, it was a big deal because I was like, well, I haven't slept with anybody. Yeah. And so he looked at me totally different right. after that mm-hmm. because he's like, well, I'm this person who's dated or slept with 150 people and you haven't slept with anybody. Right. He like didn't want to touch me after that. Yeah. Literally. I was like, okay, I mean, that's fine. So yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's a tough conversation to have, but I have never been one to be like, okay, I need to know this. Last question. And I w- you can tell me if you're not comfortable talking bum, about this. Bum. So the main episode this week crossed the topic of this girl's boyfriend of eight years coming out to her that he was interested in men. Okay. And so I know that this is something that you've personally dealt mm-hmm. with as a bisexual lady. Yes. As a part of the alphabet army. The alphabet army. So talk to me about dating as a bisexual woman. Like, do you feel like you have to disclose that to people? What What are your thoughts on that? I think it's, it's helpful to be disclosed. So you have to be honest with your partner about your sexuality because a lot of bisexual people like obviously have more stuff to say like more needs different ways you know what I mean so I think that that can you expand <laughs> on that expand on that expand uh, on, on it on the podcast I can either hear way, that I, I think that you should tell people either way where your sexuality lies I can hear the people in the car who are like what do you mean I'm gonna like just stop talking on this matter because you love to bring one topic into it do you mean like sp- that. no 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 do you mean like spicy needs or like M- maybe emotional potentially needs? emotional anything you know I think also I've had boyfriends and girlfriends so it's like definitely like how you're feeling in those times you know and it's unstuffed with them and you haven't done stuff with them and what you're comfortable with and what you're comfortable not so I think you have have to be honest when you're dating one sex versus the other do you miss different parts of dating like like if you're with a girl you don't have to make it gay all day (laughs) wait wait no you have to get it you don't have to make it sexual but like if you're with a girl like are there parts of men that you miss you know what I mean like from because I know you've had previous boyfriends too so like Mm -hmm. if you're dating a girl are you sitting there going like oh I kind of miss this is a whole new topic but I think it all has to do with like gender roles in the relationship like when you're dating the same sex you have to make sure that you're meeting your needs as a girl have you ever heard like I don't want to be the guy in the relationship yes yeah so like that's the thing it's like yeah do I sometimes have like tendencies of being like yeah but I want to do it let me get the door for you babe (laughs) but also I want to be like yeah but I want to be held tonight (laughs) so it's like that's the thing you know those are conversations you have to have how do you have that conversation like I mean is there like a lesbian sit down meeting where you're like who wants to wear the pants sometimes yeah, absolutely. I'm not even joking. Like, absolutely, really? yeah. Like, who's going to propose to who? Like, things like You have that. to define who's the bottom. No, you literally, yeah. Okay, well. Sorry, I very, won't take it there. I won't take it there. Very different situation. But I mean, I think that's one of the reasons that I, like, know that I'm straight other than the fact that, like, I'm attracted to men is, like, I enjoy the feeling of being treated like a lady. Right. And well, I like, couldn't imagine. Me, like, I still like to be treated like a lady. Yeah. Absolutely. Has you, have you ever been in a relationship where you felt like you've been the guy? Or have you ever? No, I've, you always, I've been always been just, like, in 50-50 situations but like I'm not masculine and I'm not super feminine so the, the line you're right down the middle yeah, you so know, like the tomb- I'm the 12 year old
12-year-old tomboy over here. When you're dating a guy, is there ever a point where you're like, hey, by the way, I also like women? Um, Yeah. I mean, I think it's either way. I think whoever you are, it should be shared. Yeah. Yeah. How early on is too early on? I think right from the get-go. I mean, how many times do you see people, again, breaking up because of that or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. or it being like an issue in their relationship? If you're in a monogamous <laughs> relationship, you have to be honest with your partner. Hey, I'm going to leave you for a girl. Has there ever been someone who's been totally against dating you because you're bi? Uh, no. Hey. So I'm at. Well, thank you for coming on and being so open and honest oh, about minutes. Abby's like, hey, let's talk about your life. <laughs> the trailer for next week's episode is up. It's going to be a longer episode. It was a really long, hard conversation, but I think it tackles a lot of important topics. So get excited for it. It's about a young couple that got married right after high school and then got divorced. Crazy stuff. And yeah, don't forget to submit those couples and any breakup stories you would like to tell on the podcast. Submission form is in the episode description. See you Tuesday.